The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, it's Lindsay B back with the wonderful Tracy Thompson. And today we have a really cool um, theme that um, Tracy and I were having a hard time putting words to, but we finally, I think, found a way to, <laughs> to <laughs> put it together. It. Yes, we want to talk today in the broad scope about how a cleaning business isn't actually really a cleaning business, it's a people business. And Let's face it, in the past two, three years now, uh, people businesses have changed a lot. And uh, yeah, let's just dive into it, Tracy. We were kind of like thinking about it before, and you brought up a great point that, you know, everything's hands off now, right? Everything's automated, everything's virtual. Yes, it's it, this trend of, and it goes hand in hand with everyone is probably by now heard the term quiet quitting. Mm. And, and just to tie that into this theme today that you are really in a people business, not necessarily cleaning is the vehicle. Cleaning is how you serve people mm-hmm. and what that people to people business that you're in, how it facilitates that that's cleaning. But so let's talk about that. What does quiet quitting have to do with cleaning and your industry and your clients and your employees, right? So quiet quitting is essentially this whole trend of, and it goes along with this great resignation of so many people in the workforce in this, um, in the labor industry, especially Mm -hmm like the people you're trying to hire to do the cleaning um, is, is really this sentiment of how can I do the least? How can mm-hmm. I do the least amount possible and keep my job? To get by. Yeah. And, and keep my job. To get by, right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like this sort of quiet rebellion or passive aggressive sort of vibe to it. And mm-hmm. And it really does come from this deeper place, I believe. This is just me being the student of human behavior and really looking at the psychology of why these trends happen and why people are behaving the way they're behaving. And frankly, I think a lot of this is coming from disconnection, Mm -hmm. feeling disconnected, feeling disconnected from their employers, feeling disconnected from their their bigger why, what, what drives them, what's important to them, their values, their connection to other people, community, like you name it, disconnection. Yeah. And as a leader, and that's what you are, if you own your business and you have anybody but yourself, if you're a solo (laughs) cleaner, I guess this may not necessarily apply to you unless you're the one quiet quitting. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's going on. That's a whole nother podcast. Hopefully if you're Um, listening to this podcast, you want to grow your cleaning company. So So it's not just you quiet quitting. Right. So if you're, if you're the leader and you are in your business, it's really it's really incumbent upon you to be, to be the North star mm-hmm. of the opposite of this whole 
trend in culture of disconnection. So when you have the courage, when you're courageous as a leader now, you understand that more connection, being putting people first, having that be one of your primary top North Star values, when you do that, then you start to see this whole thing differently. You attract a different kind of person. And I was just saying to Lindsay earlier, it's so interesting how what we would have once upon a time just called values are now more old fashioned, you know, Mm. values like work ethic and taking pride in what you do and feeling responsible to other human beings and wanting connection and community and all of that. So I believe that the, this quiet quitting trend and the, the great resignation is coming from that deep well of disconnection. So let's talk about how do you create a culture within your people business, because that's what you're (laughs) doing, serving people with people. Um, How do you create a culture of connection and community? And I'd like to, yeah, let's talk about some of the ways that our clients, when they come to us and they come into the program and work with us, what are some of the ways, Lindsay, that we know that they've been courageous as leaders and created that culture of core values-based, right, uh, people service? Yeah, well, if we want to put it towards, I guess there's there's always two aspects to your cleaning company, right? There's the people on your team right. and there's the your clients, your customers, the, yes. the people you serve. Yes. So when we're talking about how our clients serve their clients, mm-hmm. um, we see that the people that have the most success, I think, are the people that really know their niche and yes, <laughs> you need a niche if you're yes. clueless to what that is. We've done a million podcasts on it, but they really know their niche and um, what that person, what it's like to be in their shoes. They're very empathetic. Mm-hmm. And um, I see, I know we have one client that specializes in people with pets and yes. she always has the best ideas of like how to um, send like gifts to her clients. I think she was talking about like showing up with dog treats or like taking extra care to get like just little things, like get all the hair off their, off their couch, like to really like focus on that. And it's just, that and she client- hires people that love yeah. pets too. Yeah. So it's a through line for her whole, that's the, the whole culture. So not only does she love pets, not only do, mm-hmm. do her clients love their pets, True. but her cleaners. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like going back and forth between both sides of it. So yeah, I think it's, it, it does go back to your values. And I think it goes back to your niche to really knowing, knowing your people, knowing what they like. And if you don't know what they like, you should ask more questions. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what we mean about people being mm-hmm. people first oriented. When mm-hmm. you are seeking connection, more connection, what does it look like? Well, number one, Lindsay just said it. Find out more about mm-hmm. what your clients really, really want. And I don't just mean in how you clean their kitchen. What mm-hmm. I mean or, or if you're in commercial, you know, how they want the windows cleaned or how they want the dust off of the, we're not talking about that. That goes without saying, you need to be doing that as a minimum. 
Mm-hmm. But what, I, what we're talking about is find out about them and their life and their day to day. What vexes them? What troubles them? What yeah. keeps them up at night? What what makes them happy? What thrills them? What would they rather be doing than managing their cleaning company or their mm-hmm. cleaners? Right. So that's number one. And and I really we call it having pain conversations, Mm -hmm. P-A-I-N, pain, Um, because where there's pain, there's also desire. Mm. So the flip side of every person's complaint about something, and this is true of all people, um, there's a desire on the other side. So the only way to get to know what they want is to hear about what their, what pains them, you know, what their Mm -hmm. pain is. So that's number one. Um, number two, I believe that you have to figure out what you're about. Mm, You need to know what's important to you. When's the last time that you sat down, wrote out, maybe had a conversation with your key people, with your partner, your husband, your wife, whomever's important to you and said, you know what, let's write out what's really valuable to us, what's really important to us. And I don't just mean, you know, work-related. I mean, at at your core, what's fundamentally as a human being, what drives you? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about another one of our clients that is very uh, keen on green. You know, (laughs) she comes from a place where it's, it's a very beautiful environmental place. People come there from all over the world to see the beauty of the environment and she and her brand reflects that and mm-hmm. is and her clients, that's important. Community is important. The environment's important. So having green products, making sure that um, she doesn't use anything that's toxic, you know, like that's knowing her people. Mm-hmm. And it's also aligned with her personal values. So what are your personal values? We call them core values here. Yep. Right. And, and if you haven't spent some time really thinking about that, don't think work for a moment, try to just think of like, what's important to me as a person, what do I value most? And, and then thirdly, really think about who you want to attract on your team. Mm -hmm. What kind of people are they? What are the characteristics? Now I, here's a little hint. You can't ask anyone on your team to be more than or to be a a higher level version of that character than you are. Right. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, it's important. I know that sounds like duh, but honestly, I know I have in the past, I've worked with other companies, not our companies, I'm not here, but you know, other companies out there. Um, that we're asking lofty things from their, their team characteristics that I saw were inconsistent. They were not living and walking their talk and, and you can't be out of integrity with your own core values. If you have stated core values, you need to be walking that talk. Yeah. It really trickles down from the leadership. I've, I've uh, seen that in my work experience too. Not, not here, not here. I grow my cleaning company, but I've worked at other businesses where, you know, the leadership just wasn't strong. And what they were asking of people 
wasn't even reflective of what that they themselves were doing. So it's it was definitely a mismatch. So how can you build a culture of people that you vibe with that, you know, make the workplace such a special thing? Um, yeah. And I think that <laughs> along with that is the willingness to, I call it living out loud. Mm. So what I mean by that is this is going to take courageousness on your part. Yep. Here it is. It's I, I come, I see a lot of this in marketing. This is how I see it start. And, and it kind of trickles through the whole business. And so we're, and this will be easy to identify. Everybody wants to play it safe. Everybody wants to play it safe when it comes to the way that they put themselves out there for marketing, for example. So they all say the same thing. They all try to be generic. They try to be quote professional, which really is just code for boring, generic, mm-hmm. vanilla, say the same things. So if your marketing is that way, then that's likely because whatever's really important to you, whatever you really value, you're not willing to put out there. Mm. You're not willing to say it. You're not willing to draw some lines and go, maybe there are some people out there that won't like this, but it's who I really am. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or I'm going to, you know, and like Mike, let's just talk about grow my cleaning company for a second because it's easy. Yeah. Mike is very funny. He's a fun kind of funny guy. He has a very um, out there sense of humor and have fun is a big core value. Yeah. And so if you go to growmycleaningcompany.com, you'll see the flavor of humor that we're talking about. He's willing to kind of risk, if you will. Some people thinking, ah, you know, he's too silly or he's, he's not, uh, he's not being, he's not acting professional or whatever. And and guess what? They're not his core clients. They're not people that would be attracted to grow my cleaning company because Mm -hmm. that's a culture thing for us is, is that silly, fun, lighthearted edge to all of us here. That's a good yeah. example. So, but if Mike were saying to himself, what well, the way that the things that we kind of see in this industry is, oh, I have to act professional. I have to be like everybody else. I have to kind of shave off the edges. Then you lose, you lose the character and the, the culture that you should absolutely not only be building from the inside, but putting that out there, putting that out there in your advertising for employees, putting it out there for um, your marketing for ideal clients and being willing to say the things that differentiate you. And I mean, in some ways that may be polarizing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It takes courage to be yourself and attract other, attract other people to your team that share those values. And yeah, you, you can't, you can't be for everyone. Like if you try to please everyone, I don't know. There's some saying it's like, you please, Did no you one. please no one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You, should, you might as well please yourself and, and take pride in who you are and what you believe in. So, so if you're, hard if, lesson. if you're right, if your work ethic is, easy. as an example, like you, you're really strong on this 
concept of going above and beyond, for example, and you really believe that and you hire that way and you fire that way. That's the Mm. other side of it too. Mm. That's the not so sexy part. Hiring is fine, but you also have to stand behind it in not allowing quote exceptions to your core values. And I know that this is a sensitive subject because that's why a lot of people don't want to put it out there because they're fearful that they won't ever hire anybody because nobody wants to work anymore. Hence the whole (laughs) air quotes, air quotes, right? Nobody wants to work. And so too many owners out there. And if you're out there, clean nation thinking I've tried to hire Mm -hmm. people, I've tried to attract the right clients. I've tried and it's, it just isn't working. I'm going to ask you to do something that feels counterintuitive for a second. Mm. I want you to actually lean more into who you really are and put it out there and say it, even if it feels risky or scary, because at this point, if you're thinking, well, I, I can't hire anybody anywhere, or it's, it's hard, then you got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose. You got nothing exactly. to lose, right? You might as well be yourself. <laughs> be courageous today. Take mm-hmm. one action where you express to someone in some form, whether it's a client or a, a future client, i.e. a prospect, or um, to your team or to hiring, to uh, prospective employees. Find a way to express your true intentions and core values authentically today. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, you know what? I don't feel like I have a whole lot of support in that. <laughs> like, I don't have a community that's cheering me on for that and, and is really there for me. Lindsay, I'd love to give them an opportunity to join our world in some way that we can help. Mm. How, how might they do that? Yeah. So if you're looking to talk to someone about this issue and, and how you can develop this culture and even develop the courage, which is something, I mean, it's really a mindset thing, obviously. <laughs> a lot of right. things we talk about are, um, I'm going to encourage you to go to growmycleaningcompany.com forward slash talk, T-A-L-K. And that will get you on the phone with one of our coaches who love talking about culture. They love talking about how to hire. They This is their passion to help people like yourselves out there grow. And the other fun thing, the fun homework that's easy is to go to our Instagram. If you want to get an idea of culture and (laughs) um, how we have fun, how we make money, how we help out, how we be real, go to um, Instagram. It's just grow my cleaning company. Just one big word no spaces and you'll really get a, a vibe of like what we, we practice, what we preach. So that's some that's fun a homework. Great point. Yes, yes, yes. And, and believe me, we, we do, we put ourselves out there where we do these podcasts. We, we say things that aren't always popular. We mm-hmm. act goofy. There's, you're going to get the flavor right away. Yeah. And believe me, if you, if you didn't vibe with us, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be listening to us right now. So 100%. it works being authentic works. So we're going to encourage you today, be courageous, take one action, have a conversation with us. Believe me, we're here to help. That's one of our core values <laughs> right? yep. to be helpful. Um, and you can do this. We yeah, believe absolutely. in you. That's what we're here for. Awesome. Well, can't end it any better than that as usual, Tracy. So with that, we'll sign off. Thank you so much, Cleaning Nation. We'll catch you next time.
Bye. Bye. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who respond to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is man. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.